Hey, what's up, guys? Chris here. Quick disclaimer this episode kind of sounds like shit. Um, we had some technical issues that we weren't aware of until after we finished recording and it was too late. Um, it actually kind of gets a bit better about half an hour in, uh, if you can last that long. But apologies. Um, hope you enjoy the show. Take it away, Field Mouse. Hello, welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm Ashley. How are you, Ashley? Good. Tired, but I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You look like you've been on the go all day. Like, I, I saw you you're in the gym this morning, like, up early as usual. I always wake up early, 6am. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm like the opposite. I turned into my dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm good. Um, I'm fully engaged in spooky season mode. Uh, got me Halloween decorations up. Got me scented candles lit. I'm fully feeling the October vibes. Um, so ready for Horrorcon next weekend as well. It's still hot here. It's so hot. Do you know what? It's actually quite warm here today. Um, like it's just randomly gone like 19, 20 degrees all of a sudden for no reason. It's like it's October. I wish just it was cool down. That. Oh, that'd be cool yeah. for you, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Like, it, it's still definitely swimming in shorts weather. Right. <laughs> for us. It sucks. Yeah, I've got um, a nice warm sweater on tonight and uh, getting cosy, so feeling the spooky so, vibes. Y'all call sweaters jumpers. Yeah, so I called call it a sweater, sweater, f- sweater for you then, uh, so okay, you understood okay. what I meant. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, wait a second. <laughs> sweaters are jumpers to us. Yeah, Jump- no, I knew that. Jumpers are like uh, overall dresses, I think, to us. Unless that's just to me. I'm not sure. Oh, really? I thought that was a thing. Like like a dress that looks like overalls. Okay, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was like a super popular in the 90s to wear those. Uh, I, I wore one a couple weeks ago, actually. Sweet. I love the 90s. Yeah. With a bucket hat, no less. <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah, I've got my crew neck sweater on. Um, waiting for my Pentagram Peter Pan Halloween drop to arrive. Hopefully that'll be here before Halloween. I got, um, I don't know if you saw it, but that um, orange sweater with the pumpkin on the front. Yes, I wanted all of their stuff. Oh, it all was all it. so nice. I, I got that and uh, the joggers as well. Um so yeah, hopefully that'll arrive in time and I can just be totally just decked out <laughs> in all the Halloween stuff. Um, but yeah, me- speaking of Halloween, the movie, um, <laughs> that's what we're doing today again. 
that we're doing the 2018 one today, the, the sequel to the original. Um, but before we go into that, just something that I wanted to mention before I forget. Um, on the Halloween 3 episodes, um, I was taunting all the Halloween fans group um, on Facebook, <laughs> asking for a fight. And uh, boy, did I get my wish. Um, did you? <laughs> well, it turns out that relentlessly posting Halloween 3 memes oh, right. <laughs> in a group where 99% of the members absolutely hate it makes for some very interesting responses. Um, so that was fun. Um, but I foolishly thought that all the attention would mean that like that episode would get loads more listens, but it didn't at all. <laughs> They probably want to block you now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe they just don't listen to podcasts. Um, they just rewatch Halloween 2018 over and over again and <laughs> dunk on H3 and Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah, I'll get even more hate after this episode because they love that 2018 movie. Like, there's a lot of oh. love for that movie in that group. Um, I, I also wanted to mention, actually, um, before we start talking about the movie, um, I put up a poll on Instagram and Facebook and had people vote for who was their favourite, either Halloween's Laurie Strode or Scream's Sydney Prescott. And the votes are in. It was neck and neck for a while, but with 57% of the vote, Sydney Prescott takes the win. Um, I could see that, though. She, she did have technically have a, a better scream, like an actual scream, than Laurie I guess did. so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's my pick. Um... I just I I prefer her in general, but um, oh yeah, as well. Abby mentioned because um, I was I said on the last episode how I mentioned how she didn't like uh, Halloween nineteen seventy eight, and uh, she was like, "Well, did you mention why?" And I said, "What? Why is the reason?" And she's like, "Because I don't like Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie," um, which I didn't obviously mention on the podcast, so I thought I'd mention it now. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's the reason she hates her in that film. She said she just really annoys her. Um, that's funny. <clears throat> yeah. So that's the reason for that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sydney Prescott fans, stay tuned for what's to come. Um, that's a not-so-subtle hint at what franchise we're tackling next. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as for now, let's get into it. So okay. last episode, we gushed over the OG, 1978 Halloween. And now it's time to discuss its direct sequel, 2018's Halloween. So, mm-hmm. 2018's Halloween, it picks up 40 years after the events from 1978, ignoring all the movies that have been released prior. Um, last episode, I went into full detail about all the different Halloween timelines in the franchise. So, if you want to hear about them, listen to that episode or check out the Instagram for a handy picture. And uh, that's at Horror Homeschool Pod. Um, so yeah, Halloween, uh, or it's referred to as Halloween H4O, released in 2018. <laughs> uh, I just read that earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's it, or H40. It's just it must be. It's just the H2O thing. I can't get out of my mind. Um, so it's directed by David Gordon Green and written by Jeff Fradley, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. I can't believe Danny McBride is even involved in this. Who who is Danny McBride? Okay, have you ever seen... uh, Let's see, he was in Land of the Lost, Hot Rod. Um, 
the hot, end is here. Hot Rod is that comedy, isn't it? With uh... yeah, he's in only comedies. Like that's the only oh. thing I've ever seen him. Oh, he's in Pineapple Express. Right. So he's an actor as well as yeah. a writer. Yeah. Okay. He's like real goofy. Oh, I think he's hilarious. Right, he's, so I'm guessing that's where the weird humour in this film comes from then, <laughs> which yeah. we'll get into. <laughs> right, that clears that part up then. Um, so the synopsis is as follows. Um, Laurie Strode confronts her longtime foe, Michael Myers, the masked figure who had haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. So, before we dive into what we thought about the film... I set you some horror homeschool homework, didn't I, Ashley? You did. Um, instead, didn't instead of me, all the trivia. <laughs> yeah, instead of me doing the trivia for this one, I passed it on for you to do. Um, not only did I think that was just a good idea, uh, as you like this film more than I do, but I listened to the last episode, which I don't normally do, um, just to hear the difference in the audio quality since we've changed the way we record the show. And um, I realised how much of it is just me talking and my unappealing nasally voice. Um, so we need to hear more of your soothing southern tones on the pod and less of my nails down a chalkboard, limey drone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this is also your spoiler warning. If you haven't seen this movie, pause the podcast, go watch it and then come back to join us. Um, I don't think it's on any streaming services here in the UK. Is it over there? It's, no, you can rent it for like four bucks, but mm-hmm. we have it on a 4K, which I know you said that you didn't know what 4K was. But <laughs> don't give that away. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I didn't know what it was. I lose my street cred me. now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know fancy terms. <laughs> I was like Googling after that. What is 4K and seeing if my telly was 4K compatible? And then I looked up, and, and then I found out it was. And I was like, oh, sweet. Maybe my PlayStation's, like, 4K or whatever. It's not. Um, and then I, I Googled, like, 4K Blu-ray players. And they're, like, 200 bucks or something. I was like, oh, yeah. no, fuck that. I'm fine with Blu-ray. <laughs> like, it can't be that much better, surely. <laughs> the only difference, literally, to me, is the blacks. So, you know, oh. sometimes when you're watching movies and the blacks look mm. kind of, like, grey and, like, yeah. wobbly... This is just pure black. Oh, I like that. I like a high contrast. Yeah. Ooh, I might look into it again now. (laughs) Yeah, because Kevin gets real mad whenever we're watching something that's not, Mm. that's like super dark, but Mm -hmm. it's not 4K, and he gets so mad. This doesn't look good. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. No, I I totally relate to him there. It has to look good. You know, like, if you, you, especially if you're watching like a dark movie and you can't see what's going on, there's nothing worse. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, maybe 4K's the way for me. It might be. <laughs> Kevin's made me see the light. <laughs> or not. All right. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, let's get to it. Yeah, what's the trivia then? Tell me tell me about there's, this movie. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say that there's not as cool trivia for this movie <laughs> as there was for the original. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> um, so, a couple of my favorite things. Both movies have him in the credits as The Shape. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Um, Can I interject? Oh, yeah, already? I'm sorry. I, I know. I've no. already <laughs> told you I'll give you the reins to this one. And I'm just like, actually, listen to this okay, one. Go ahead. Um, did you know? <laughs> is this in your fact? Did you know this is the first time he's referred to out loud in a film as The Shape? No, I don't think that was on there. Mm. Yeah. That scene, yeah. The, uh, the dinner scene, when she's like 
I saw him oh, the shape. That's right. I noticed. Yeah. I did notice that, and I was like, "That's weird." But then it just kind of flurried away. Um, let's see. So this is something actually my sister Bethany caught, and then it was on the trivia page. Was that the news on the TV describes the murders as the babysitter murders? Yes. They were gonna originally call it. Yeah. Which I thought that was cool. She told me that. I was like, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. This is a lot more perceptive, and she, like, pays attention to a lot more details than I do. Um, also says uh, that a couple of popular actresses wanted to um, play the daughter. What, what's her name on the show? Allison. Yeah. They wanted, uh, like, Emma Roberts wanted to play. Oh. And, and Lucy Hale. I guess she was... She was from Pretty Little Liars. Right. I would have loved to have seen Emma Roberts do it. I love her. Right? So the reason why they didn't choose anybody is that they wanted to do an unknown actress Unknown, again. yeah. yeah. I was like, well, they picked a crappy one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could have they could have gone, like, they could have done just... a lot worse. I mean, she was okay, you know. Okay, I'll get into that in a yeah. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. October 19th is Michael Myers' birthday, and he's 61. In that movie, <laughs> fucking hell! It's just so funny to think that he's actually that old in that film, <laughs> stomping well, on he, people's heads and shit. Uh, so Nick Castle is seventy, is seventy, and he's the oldest one to play Michael Myers. Jeez, yeah, because he, he played him as well in that film, didn't he? Like for mm-hmm. what? I think it was one scene. Correct me if I'm wrong, people or, or I you. Didn't read that. But, yeah, I um, didn't read that part. He he played um, the shape in the scene where he's at the window. Uh, you know where Laurie looks up and sees him in the window in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That that was Nick Castle, I think. I think he came on set just for that, um, and the the rest was James Duke Courtney. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, this one I thought was cool. Uh, so Cameron, the annoying boyfriend's father, is Lonnie, who was the bully of Tommy Doyle. Oh, do we do we see his dad in this? No, we don't. We don't ever see him. Oh. But they talk about him um, when oh. they're having dinner. Uh, when she's telling, they're talking about going to meet Cameron, having dinner, and he's all like, "Oh yeah, Lonnie and I used to get stoned and da 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 da." Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Well, that makes sense because uh, that kid's a piece of shit as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, filming only lasted twenty-eight days around Charleston, South Carolina, because none of it was filmed in um, Pasadena, right. which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, okay, so they kind of used a more of a area where it could be fallish. Yeah, it was actually autumn there with real leaves on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was 2018, or uh, Halloween 2018 biggest horror movie opening with a female lead, and it was the biggest movie opening with a female lead over 55. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, that's cool. I hated all the deleted scenes that I watched. So oh, I really man. Those deleted scenes were, were rough. <laughs> like, they were really the, rough. The, th- the deleted scene where the podcast guy has the mask on. Yeah, oh. And he goes to scare his wife or whatever in the shower. I was yeah. like, I would have punched Kevin <laughs> so hard. I'm surprised Kevin hasn't actually oh, done no. that to you already. <laughs> actually, let me tell you what, what he did. So I told him. Because he got that head. And I told him, I said, this 
better I better not ever wake up or have that in the bed at all. I said I will imagine waking up in the morning. So what does he do? He puts Michael Myers' the Michael Myers mask in the bed. So I'm going into the room. I move my blanket to get into bed, and there it is. Well, technically, he did. He did what he said. I I know. (laughs) It wasn't that. And whenever I get scared like that, I don't even scream. I just stay silent and shut down. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, um, um, my favourite deleted scene was um, the one where we watched Jamie Lee Curtis drink an entire glass of strawberry <laughs> milk for no reason at all like completely uncut it goes on for about 30 seconds she just downs I this know. glass of strawberry I milk I was like throw what? what is happening like I don't understand that's gotta be a Danny McBride thing so odd so odd because I didn't know whether um, it was meant to be funny or it was like I don't know. It was just bizarre. And I didn't know what I was watching. And then my favorite piece of trivia, which, like I said, there was really not mm-hmm. um, not a lot, actually. But my favorite piece is James Jude Courtney consulted with real-life killers on how to kill people to make his performance believable. Oh, shit. How did he do that? <laughs> did he, like, go into a prison or something? And speak it did to go him? into it. I should have I googled it. But, yeah, I'm sure that's probably what he did. He probably was able Holy to go shit. how do you kill people whoa that's like, that's what? dark <laughs> that is dark <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it i mean the other ones like they didn't use any um they didn't have the michael myers house in the movie well and it's the third they they did in a way if you noticed the well, little dollhouse the little dollhouse yeah. is supposed to be yeah yeah but that's it that's all the ones that I thought were cool. The other ones were kind of lame. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I've got um, one funny bit of trivia uh, related to the last episode. You know where I said that I used to have the Halloween ringtone on my phone, the theme? Um, mm-hmm. I was watching the DVD extras, and it was revealed that John Carpenter actually has the Halloween theme as his ringtone on his phone as well. That's awesome. <laughs> like, how funny is that? Um Oh, and the one other thing that I noticed on this watch that I didn't see in the cinema, um, as I didn't hang around that long, at the very end of the credits, you can hear Michael breathing through his mask. Like he sounds like Darth Vader or something. It's like oh. so stupid. <laughs> Wait, no, I did. I think I did. I think we did see that. Because that's just... exactly what I thought. Yeah, too. <laughs> it was weird. Because uh, I just let it play, you know, like when it had finished mm-hmm. and it ended, and that happened. I was like, what the hell? Um, so, I mean, what are your initial thoughts on this one, then? <laughs> uh, like, I literally hate all of the main characters except for Jamie Lee Curtis right? and Michael okay. Myers. Okay. I think the movie itself is really good if they would have taken out all the actors. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Um, I mean, f- for me... You know, I think it's fine. It has issues, which I'll go into. But on a whole, it's okay. You know, um, as a Halloween sequel, I prefer H2O. Uh, but we'll get to that one in good time. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, like, this was only my second time watching it after seeing it in the cinema three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I-, I was so pumped for it. Like, when I heard that it was coming out, you know... It almost been ten years since the last Halloween film, which was Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. 
Um, and knowing that this would be a continuation from the original, a direct sequel, not a reboot or a remake, you know, it made me even more excited. Um, but unfortunately, maybe my expectations were too high because I did not enjoy it nearly as much as I thought I would. Um, I'll go into the reasons why, but on this second watch, uh, my thoughts were exactly the same. Um, but I actually probably enjoyed it even less as it wasn't on the big screen. Um, but, you know, I didn't love it, didn't hate it. I just found it a bit of a disappointment and a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. As I'm starting the movie and I hear the song, I like it, and I'm like, I get super excited, and then as the movie mm-hmm. goes on, I'm like, oh yeah, they forgot that these people are in. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the storyline, and then we can go into mm-hmm. like what we loved and what we hated about it. So, the storyline is as follows. Jamie Lee Curtis returns to her iconic role as Laurie Strode, who comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. Now, as far as the storyline goes, it's not the most original or inventive, but it's a slasher horror movie, so what do you expect, I guess? Um, But I've got to get this out of the way with, I'm actually not a big fan of this timeline and the way that the story goes. Like, I actually much prefer the idea that Michael got away that night leading into Halloween 2, which was basically round 2 at the hospital. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't like the idea that he got caught instantly when 1978 Mm -hmm. ends. It takes away from that genius final scene where Mm -hmm. Loomis looks down and Michael is gone and you get all those gorgeous shots of all the locations in the movie all empty and still with that phenomenal score playing in the background. But this idea renders that like less effective and almost null like I'm not looking forward to the flashback scenes and kills where he gets captured like right outside the house you know like in the words of Sidney yeah. Prescott from Scream 4 don't fuck with the original <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I, I agree with that I really do um, that was pretty much my sister's biggest complaint is that she didn't like this timeline. She's like, I don't understand why they had to erase all of the other stuff and just make it, you know, make this the sequel. She's like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, can, I can appreciate them, like, you know, trying to do something different. I mean, they have gone, like, four different ways on, on all the other things that could have happened, I guess. But, yeah, just for me, it's like, like that end part, like, I just like the idea that he just disappears and mm-hmm. no one could find him. Um, so that kind of grates on me. Um, and as far as where Laurie is, like 40 years later, um, you know, the fact that that night has defined her whole life and who she is as a person, like, I'm not too hot on that either. Like, I, again, I much prefer the H2O version of Laurie. Like, I just think that this one is just a little over the top. Like, she's just like a paranoid mess. Like, of course you'd have PTSD from that night, but I just don't find it that realistic, like, that she'd dedicate her entire life to, like, obsessing over Michael and anticipating him coming back for her. Um, you know, I'm just not down with the survivalist version of Laurie. Um, you know, like, how, how would he know, like, where she lived? 
Like, she could have done a mm-hmm. Sydney Prescott and changed her name and assumed, like, a new identity and started over again somewhere, like, far away from Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. I just found it a little bit unbelievable. Yeah. And... <laughs> There's a little... I, I feel like this movie's a lot more less believable than the original. Because, yeah. I mean, and then, so, like, the scenes in the, um, in the mental hospital, to me, are super unbelievable, because I don't think, A, they would allow those podcasters to really <laughs> be in there. Yeah. Oh, my first, my first note on here is, are, <laughs> but are we annoying podcasters? <laughs> oh, 100%. All podcasters are annoying. <laughs> Especially British ones. Fuck my life. No, you're not (laughs) annoying. Those people were annoying, man. Oh, honestly, don't get me started on them. Like, I hated them with a passion. I hated them too. Obviously, I didn't like that. I didn't like anything to do with the opening scene. Like, like you just said, like, totally unrealistic. They wouldn't just let some random podcasters in there in like a high security, like, dangerous place like that, and just. And, and they wouldn't let him have the mask. Yeah, allow so, him to taunt him yeah. with a mask and shit and let all the others go batshit crazy. And it yeah, was just like, no, stupid. I didn't, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like the way that he was, like, shouting at him, say something, and then it, like, cut to the credit, to the opening credits. I was like, oh, that's a bit, I don't know, it's just a bit much and not not very Halloween-y, do you know what I mean? A bit too yeah. Holly- Hollywood-y, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. my, next, my next notes are Michael gets so annoyed by them by doing because they did that to him that he kills them. <laughs> oh yeah, he could not wait to kill them. As soon as he was like, "You two are gonna fucking get it." But yeah, I mean, I just yeah hated the intro, hated the two British podcasters. I hated their accents. I hated their vibe. Like I understand. Were their accents real? Were they real British people? Yes. Yeah, okay. unfortunately, we do sound that annoying. That's real. No, I don't um, think that their voices are annoying like that. <laughs> oh, it That's is. Funny. When she's like, excuse me, where's the loo? And I'm like, oh, my God, just kill her now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, I understand that it was like a plot device, you know, but I just didn't dig them at all, you know. You know, you know well, how... You, I f- you don't say loo? <laughs> loo. Well, I do, actually. I do say loo, but it's just the way that she said it. I was just like, oh, she's proper liming it up, isn't she, for like this I don't know, I just you know how I feel about British people, Ashley I, okay, I, you probably feel the same way <laughs> that I feel about Texas people. I hate watching them I hate them seeing them in movies and TV, I hate watching them in real life you know, I want my entertainment to be completely free of British people so, <laughs> I just I hated it, I was like, oh my god what, what is happening here Um. And I also I thought it was so cringy when they were speaking to Laurie on the intercom, and and he was like, "We're making a podcast," and uh, his partner interrupts and goes, "We're investigative journalists or something," you know, like, yeah, trying to make it sound better. And the same thing used to happen to me and JB at Comic Cons, like when we were doing Talk Nerdy to me, like nobody would take us seriously when we said we were like podcasters or YouTubers. We had to say we were journalists, like, in order Aww. to get interviews. <laughs> like, no one takes podcasters seriously. That's funny. Uh, to go back to the... <laughs> I love the fact that you hate British. Oh, I fucking hate British people. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, because, like, 
Okay, so there's only like maybe like one Matthew McConaughey movie that I like. Um, but I can't stand his accent. Like it's terrible. Which one I mean, was Matthew actually, McConaughey? Uh, he was in what was it, Interstellar? And was, it, was he in Loki? No. No. That was Owen Wilson. I always get them mixed yeah. up. Um he was in um what's that what's that show called? Uh True Detective. Did you watch that? No, I didn't, but um oh. someone sent me some band merch um with a picture of uh him on in that show. Uh, so and it good. said you something like it. um heavy shit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Who the fuck sent me that? I can't remember now. Oh, I hope they're not. Did you see Dazed and Confused? No, but I've seen that, like, meme where it's like... Like, all right, all right. All right, all right, yeah. (laughs) Okay, anyways. (laughs) Why are we talking about Matthew McConaughey? I don't know. Anyways, uh, let's see. Um, But as I'm watching the movie, I love her house, okay? Like, I want to be on that level of paranoid and prepare. (laughs) (laughs) She That's built a good. trap for him. The whole house uh, was know. a trap. This, this was I awesome. Mean, the whole like uh, island moving in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, "That's bomb." <laughs> but I mean, it didn't really make a difference. Michael knew they were there, no, and he just really ripped didn't. it up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it bought them like thirty seconds of time, I guess. Yeah, my next my next note is the granddaughter is the worst character in the entire movie, and then I put Anne Cameron. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I fucking hate that cheating, gaslighting piece of shit. Like I hope he dies so horribly. Oh, I was hoping he was gonna die in this one. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I was happy that it was the friend that was like. Oh yeah, I hated him as well. He was like a, a jerk. He was like Ooh. a um, tip your fedora, milady kind of guy. You yeah, know, like, he's like, where's my hug? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, just fucking die, man. Actually, that was my favorite death. Um, yeah, where that he one gets was cool. impaled on the fence. I thought, actually, that whole scene was really cool. Like you know, where yeah. it was at the motion sense light, yeah. and it was turned on and off, and like Michael was just getting closer and closer. And yeah, that was cool. I actually liked that scene. And then obviously, I liked him dying. Um, yeah, that was one part <laughs> of the movie that I liked. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool part, and I really freaking hated the fact that she called her grandmother. I'm like, yeah, has, like. What is this? Is grandmother coming? I'm like. It's like one of them period shows you like. I'm gonna. Well, I could handle it if it was a British person saying that. <laughs> That's true. It did sound odd coming it from her. It was like. Terrible. It sounded too long. Like, yeah. That's not a normal thing, is it? Like, over there. No, don't. it's not. No. It's grandma. Yeah. Uh, I call mine uh, Nana. I call my gran gag, and I have done since yeah. I was a kid. It was one of them things where, you know, when you're a baby and you can't quite say it right, uh-huh. and it just sticks. Um, and I yeah. think it was my sister that came up with gag, and my gran, That's my granddad is called cute. Pops, so it's gag and Pops, and my grandparents. That's adorable. <laughs> my, my dad decided that he wanted to be called Grampy for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy. It does. Grampy. It does sound good. Grampy. <laughs> it's like Krampus or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My dad's a weirdo. Um, Shout out to Sean McGann. Yeah. 
don't even know for... if he listens to this. He doesn't like horror stuff at all. Oh, he always likes our stuff, though. He's great. I know. He uh, he says that he gets scared of Dark Shadow, the Dark Shadow theme song, the, the show from the, what was it, the 60s, 70s? Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Or heard it, even. I don't know if I've heard it either, but... Um, one thing that really annoyed me about the uh, podcasters... Was that they were like they were like romanticizing the murder, like they were like yeah, yeah, the way they were they, describing they, it and stuff, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Don't you want to, you know, talk to Michael and tell him all the things that you've been bothered?" She's like, "No, I don't want to talk to him." She's like, "I want him to die." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know the, you know the scene whenever the the chick podcasters in the bathroom. And Michael walks in there real slow, and then he tries to get into the stall. Yeah. So, I have a bathroom story. <laughs> Alright, go on. This didn't happen. Some dude didn't just drop some teeth in your stall, did he? <laughs> no, 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 it was worse. No, I'm oh, God. Uh, no. So, I used to work at a movie theater, and when it was dead or whatever, I would just go sit in the bathroom for a little bit, and I'm in there, and I hear the door open. And I'm all the way in the um, in the wheelchair accessible one, mm-hmm. and uh, like I don't hear any footsteps. And I was like, and we I already thought that that my job was haunted, so I was like freaked out. So I don't hear any footsteps, but then I hear this growl. I can't even do it. Like it was like, <sighs> <laughs> I about died. Fuck. I was so scared. I was like, I don't even know. I don't know what's happening. And so I kind of, like, peek through the little crack, and it's my sister. <laughs> Brilliant. She said, she said she saw my little eye go through the crack, and she said that she couldn't keep it up. She just, she just started laughing so hard, and I was like, ah, oh, I was so mad. So that whole scene, whatever, that, that she's in the bathroom, I'm just replaying that in my head, and my sister scaring the crap out of me like literally just terrifying me so you come from a family of pranksters <laughs> yes traumatic I've, I've got a toilet story and I, I mean it's not really relevant it just I've, I've got to share it because it's just so ridiculous um, but I was in I was at a service station we were I think we were driving down to see my sister in Bath or something and uh, I had to go I had to go to the loo and uh, I was in this bathroom <laughs> stall and um, I was, you know, sat there doing my business and in the cubicle next to me, I just hear like loads of banging going on and some kind of ruckus and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And the next thing, these hands just appear at the top of the cubicle and nope. like this head comes over and just like looks nope. at me and he starts like, this is dude and he just starts like climbing over the top of the bathroom stall like... Oh my like God, kind of so into scary. my side and then over the over the door and I just looked at him and he looked at me and I just went what's going on and he was <laughs> like I'm stuck I'm trapped inside <laughs> so he got like locked in and he was like climbing he was using my side of the cubicle to climb over the door he couldn't wait <laughs> until you were done <laughs> it was just like the weirdest situation um, but yeah just just sprung to mind when we were talking about um, public no, bathrooms. I couldn't deal. <laughs> I can't deal with that. And like the scene in um, 
zombie land when he's in the bathroom that zombie or he's like picturing the zombie come up towards him while he's going to the restroom and I think about that all the time and I hate it honestly I, I don't think... remember that film at all I watched well, it once and forgot trash. about it yeah, yeah that's because it's a trash movie <laughs> so um, should we talk about more things that we didn't like and then finish with the positives because um, sure. I've, I've got loads of stuff to talk oh, about yeah, I go didn't for it. Like. go for it so Something that probably bugs me the most in this film was the incredibly over and obvious homage scenes to Halloween 1978. Like, the Mm -hmm. sheer amount of them. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm all for a bit of fan service. You know, I I like what they did in, you know, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Like, even that was a little bit too much. But, you know, like, one or two little nods to the original that only, like, the true heads would know, you know almost like mm-hmm. a blink and you'll, you'll miss it easter egg mm-hmm. but these were so ham-fisted and glaring in this film like it almost dumbs down it for the audience like like see like this is the scene from the original you know like rather than being like clever and like a little nod like it, yeah it was instead of your face yeah in, but it just reminds you like how good that part is in the original and it just made me think, oh, I wish I was watching that. Like, that film's so good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I wish I was watching that instead of this. Um, it's just not so subtle at all, you know? It's just, there were so many of them as well. And I'll list them all now. <laughs> okay, so it starts immediately with the opening credits, with the reverse decomposing pumpkin. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with those credits. I quite like them. You know, it's a homage to the original, but it's actually a clever take on them. You know, like the pumpkin resurrecting, like the franchise, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And it also has a part at the end of them where it says, and introducing uh, Andy Matchak. Is that her name? The girl who played Alison? Something like that, yeah. Um, So like it did in the original with and introducing Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, which was cool. Um, But the rest of them, not so cool in my opinion. Um, the babysitter's boyfriend, uh, you know the one who gets a tattoo, he gets mm-hmm. stabbed to the wall just like Bob. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. The comedy cops from Halloween Five, that's kind of recreated, uh, which honestly should just be left forgotten. It's not something that we want reminding of. Um, I don't understand the comical cop thing. Like I don't get it. Like I mean, mm. yeah, okay, if I'm watching a movie like The Other Guys, which is a f- funny movie but like in serious movies there's always like the um yeah like the, the goofy the, the silly yeah. goofy yeah like partners yeah it's it's a weird like trope isn't it especially in mm-hmm. horror movies but i mean the only saving grace is that they didn't try to recreate the benny hill-esque clown music that came with the halloween five cops because that was just terrible um the closet scene where Laurie thinks that Michael is hiding in the closet from her as she did in the original you know, Mm, although it was like a misdirection it was still way too on the nose for me Um, the one where Laurie falls off the roof and Michael looks down only to find that she disappeared Mm -hmm. just like he did at the end of 1978 only the thing is, this doesn't work right either because it was Loomis that looked down and saw Michael gone, not Laurie. So right. I just thought it was dumb, you know. <laughs> and then they they did the scene where her her face comes out of the shadow. Oh, that was so bad! Like that. I liked it. I hate it so cheesy. I liked it. It's like 
<laughs> you like, know, happy Halloween, Michael. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. So it great. kind of looks like CGI somehow as well. I don't know how yeah, it... Yeah, I can see that, yeah. I just... I know it's meant to be this, like, badass moment, but I just cringe every time. It's just... Yeah, not a fan of that one. Um, what else was the? Oh, the completely pointless uh, classroom scene where Alison sat in a desk looking out of the window, yes. just like Laurie did in the original. Stupid. Like, um, only instead it's, it's instead of seeing Michael stood outside, she sees her, you know, grandmother there instead. Um, you know, it's a nice looking scene, but I just thought it was so pointless and shoehorned in, you know, just as a pastiche and nothing more, you know. You know, she could have easily just ran into Laurie at the school gates or something, you know, that'd represent that she was waiting there for her. Like there's no need for all the homages all the time. <laughs> like there's even a scene with the sheets on the washing line, um the the bed sheet on the dead babysitter, like like mm-hmm. the ghost thing, the bob thing. Um, you know, you get the three friends walking down the street. Um, I actually quite like that scene. Mm-hmm. I like the direction and the cinematography. It was quite nice autumn vibes, you know. Um, the backseat kill in the car where Michael kills the kid, referencing mm-hmm. the Annie death scene from the original. I did not like that scene. Um, the Judith Myers graveyard scene, like mm-hmm. this time with the unsufferable British podcasters. Um, mm-hmm. Also, that scene features a really rubbish hide from Michael. Like, he's oh, all the way out from, like, the side of a tree, like, completely not hidden at all. It looks so stupid. If I saw some random <laughs> white guy creeping behind a tree in a cemetery, I'd be like, guys, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. Um, Michael even kills a mechanic to get his coveralls again. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to get that jumpsuit and mask combo. You know, he's got a brand to think about. Um, and uh, the fire at the end, that's probably a reference to Halloween 2. Um, yeah, I've, oh, there's even a, a nod to the Rob Zombie Halloween movie, you know, with the bathroom stall scene. Um, I'm probably missing out a few as well, but there was just too many. Like, you know, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no other Halloween sequel that does this, right? Like, they're all their own original movie, like, carrying on the story. They're not crammed with all of these almost parody scenes. Like, you know, I think that this is what happens when you get, like, a super fan of the original movie to make a sequel. Um, Mm -hmm. But then again, if you go the other way and you get someone that doesn't even know the franchise or care about it, you get Halloween 5. But, yeah, I think David Gordon Green just got a bit carried away here. Like... It's just way too over the top. He just needed reining in a bit. Like it's frustrating because I think that this movie had so much potential. Like it had the bones to be a really good sequel honoring the original, mm-hmm. but I think it wasn't edited correctly. Like maybe one or two of those pastiche scenes, you know, as like a respectful nod, but I just found the sheer amount and just the unsubtlety like so distracting. It was almost like a comedy or a parody, you know, it just took me right out of the movie a few times. Just thought like, it was like uh, evil far too self-aware. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was almost like he came up with all of these homage scenes and then built the movie around them. Like that's just mm-hmm. how it felt to me. Like not good. Um, do you agree to an extent there? No, I totally agree. So mainly, the only reason why I really liked the movie was because I liked. Um, I liked the 
the kills in the movie. Mm-hmm. Just how he was just walking around, just annihilating everybody. The only issue that I had with his kills was why did he kill the kid in the truck? Mm-hmm. And why did he leave the baby? Yeah, maybe the huge. Maybe huge he's got thing. an age of co- an age of consent, or you know, <laughs> to be killed. I you you so. must be this age to get killed by Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he just didn't want to deal with the whole baby crying, like screaming while he's killing it. I don't know. It was just weird. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, d- mean... I didn't like the, the the kid killing scene either. Like it was just a bit weird didn't need to happen you know like that whole that whole scene was just very weird yeah it was when the kid when the kid shoots the doctor yeah yeah like that was that that was for no reason though it was like (laughs) just jumps out i would have done the same thing i would have been (laughs) paranoid as that kid i would have shot too i hated the doctor Oh, oh yeah, he was one of the doctor was the worst yeah the the new loomis guy like i just I could not hang with that. Like, I I hated the twist. I was like, that's pointless. Like, it it literally brought nothing to the to the plot of the mm-hmm. story of the film. Like at all, it was just just I don't know. It didn't make any sense. It was just like he was there to be the new Loomis, and then it was always mm-hmm. a little twist. And it's like, so what? And the t- okay, cool. Oh yeah, he wants to know how killing people feels. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's like the yeah. ultimate super fan, I guess. Like he puts the mask on. I mean, I would have done mm-hmm. that, you know. Like, <laughs> be like, holy shit, it's the actual Michael Myers mask. Let me put it on and try and kill somebody. Um, I probably wouldn't do the last part. Um, actually, I wanted to get into the mask. I also <laughs> didn't like the mask, um, and that is probably because. I've seen pictures of the original mask now, like age naturally, and it looks mm-hmm. nothing like that. Um, let me just send you a picture. Have you seen this? So basically, I don't think so. I'll send it on Messenger. I'll throw it up on the Instagram as well. Um, so this is the original 1978 mask, or one of them, because they had a few on that on that set, didn't they? Um, as it is now, so it's aged to look like this. This um, so the guy that bought this mask, he bought it off Dick Warlock, who played Michael in Halloween Two, because um, he kept hold of it after he made the movie, um, and yeah, the way it's like deteriorated, like the the mouth's kind of collapsed in on, it, on itself, and it looks really actually scarier than the the Halloween twenty eighteen mask. <laughs> that is creepy. Yeah. But it looks completely different, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it's not the same kind of wrinkly old man grey texture. Yeah. Um. So that just kind of bugged me, you know. And like, I'm one of those people where when I see something, I can't unsee it. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe that's just my autistic trait to just be like, <laughs> well, no, it 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 shouldn't look like that because it should look like this, you know. Um, I think I would have preferred it. I think I would have preferred it too. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I think it looks terrifying, um, but obviously it kind of looks goofy at the same time. So I can understand why they went for that kind of mask instead. Um, but yeah, that was that was another problem I had. Uh, wasn't too fond on the mask. Saying that though, I like the look of the kills mask because it's been burnt now. 
and mm-hmm. like it almost looks you know that more like the yellowy look now um so it kind of looks a bit more realistic um so something else though that I didn't like about this film was um the, all the strange moments of comedy like completely took me out of it um the first one that immediately springs to mind is definitely the worst line in any of the Halloween movies period can you guess what it is hmm Oh man, I've got peanut butter on my penis. Oh yeah, I mean, that was dumb. Come on, what was that? Mustard, like, I hated the dad. Who the... was in charge of this movie? It was absurd. Like yeah. that as well. Yeah, that character was terrible. <laughs> I didn't care when he died one bit, and, mm. and neither did the family. They didn't even mention it. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, dad, where's dad gone? I don't know. Um, but yeah. Like the jokes, it just seemed like they belonged in another another movie. Like, mm-hmm. just made for really weird tone issues, and it was just all over the place. Like, the scene in the restaurant where Laurie turns up drunk and she chugs mm-hmm. on a big glass of wine. Like, is that meant to be funny? Because I just thought it was like sad. Like, I didn't know. Well, I think it was supposed to be sad. I didn't I know where to laugh and where not to laugh. Like, yeah. Oh, I also hated the random scene where Alison is, like, running to Laurie's house and she comes across all of her mannequins in the garden. You I, know, like, the broken mannequins. And then it has the, the noises in the background and it's, like, screams. Yeah, yeah. like, all, they, they so, all, like, start laughing with, like, little kids' voices. Mm-hmm. And that was just so confusing and ridiculous. I didn't understand it at all. I just thought it was completely yeah, pointless that, didn't make any that sense was, like that was my thought last night too the funny thing is, is like yeah i liked watching this movie in the theaters and i saw it this is my third time i think watching it and i was like man i don't like this as much as i thought i did yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I, that, that I scene think it's was because, weird i think it's because i had recently watched the original so close to this one right right yeah i think when i saw that one i hadn't watched the original in a while so I didn't remember how like perfectly amazing it is. I think that might be a lot of people's thinking, like that, like really overhyped this movie, especially in a certain Facebook group. You know, like <laughs> they, you know, they probably haven't watched the original in a very long time, and they just watched the new one. You know, and they're just like, oh, mm-hmm. it's great because it's a new film. Um, but yeah, going back to that um, that scene with the mannequins, like I'm probably looking into it way too much. But I was like trying to make sense of it, and I was thinking, are the mannequins meant to be possessed by little kids now? Like, is Michael mm-hmm. making this happen? Does he have supernatural abil- abilities now? Like, or is Allison hallucinating? Like, it was it's just ridiculous. Just, it's probably like, just the getting their her imagination worked up, and it's just like. It, yeah, it would ju- it just turned into like a cheap B movie horror for like ten seconds for no reason at all. I mean, like, however, really I weird. wouldn't mind watching a movie where somebody walks into the woods and finds a bunch of laughing mannequins. I think that would be a pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I'd rather idea. watch that movie than this. <laughs> no, there was just like there was too many moments in this film that took me out of it and made me not enjoy it. Like the first half of the film as well is actually quite boring. Like, mm-hmm. I like where it ends up. Like, I like where the pace gets picked up a bit. Like, you know, towards the end, it's pr- it's a pretty entertaining movie. You know, that's why I'm a little bit hopeful for Halloween Kills, because, you know, if they keep up that pace, it could be good. I didn't like the... 
the whole school scene when they're at the, the Halloween party. Yeah. Okay, so you went to regular school. I mean, I know that you guys have to wear, like, um... We, we uh, wear uniforms, uniforms in school, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Did you guys have parties like that at school? No, not like that. Like, we have... Well, obviously, you guys have a prom. We had a May ball, which is basically the prom. Um, but we never had stuff like that going on, really. Um, nah. No, you, you weren't, we weren't allowed to, like... There was no, like, fancy dress, like, costume Halloween just, dance, that whatever. That like, stressed me out. I'm like, where <laughs> are all the adults? How are they letting these kids... Like, how do they know that these kids aren't drinking? And I'm like, how old am I? Oh, the whole scene made me feel so old. Yeah, and I, I hate it. I mentioned it before about Cameron being a piece of shit, but I hated that scene because, like, you know, he's just, like, clearly cheats on her and then, like, totally gaslights her and grabs her phone and throws oh, no, her phone it in that bowl. I thought it was, I was like, what is that shit that he's thrown it in? But uh, watching the deleted scenes, it turns it's out cheese, that it's nacho yeah. cheese. Like, mm-hmm. who, like, are you at any occasion where there's a giant bowl of melted nacho cheese? <laughs> like, I have never encountered that. I thought it was, like, blancmange or, like, some sort of, like, dessert. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pudding. Yeah, I thought it was pudding, yeah. It's like, don't get me wrong, I'd, I would love a big bowl of nacho cheese just to devour, but just to have a public event like that, it just seems more unrealistic than the rest yeah, of the film. <laughs> you can come over, I'll make you nachos. Oh all yes, definitely all that cheese. But yeah, oh. I I I found that scene like almost hard to watch. I was just like, oh, this guy's a dick. And then the fact that he doesn't die, I was just like, oh, I don't like it. And then the the deleted scene was even worse. Oh, where like they end so up bad. they end up like making up. He chases after her, gives her the phone. He's like, it's all right, just put it in some rice. It'll be fine. And then like they're, they're making up, and she's like, oh, okay. You know, he talks around because he's a fucking gaslighting asshole. And then he gets arrested by these police that tell him to, like, disperse, you know, whatever. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just like a really... Yeah, I hate their relationship and I hate him. So, yeah, <laughs> hate a lot of the characters in this. Um, I, I do too. And, like I said, the main thing that I liked about this movie was the kills. Mm-hmm. What Which, was your okay. favourite kill? Um... I would have to say the cops and cops. how they like. I can't so... even remember how. Oh, he's he's the head, isn't he? Yeah, that's the yeah. head. That. Oh shit! But yeah. But I thought it was really cool how he had the flashlight on, like shining up into the like. Um, like a jack o' lantern. Like a jack o' lantern. Yeah, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I really liked the. Um. <laughs> This is kind of weird, but I like the, the kill whenever he just waltzes into that woman who's on the phone talking about him. Yeah, yeah. And then he just, like, murders her. I was like, okay. Yeah, he, cool. like, he comes up from behind her and mm-hmm. puts the knife through her throat. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's actually a pretty cool scene, that. Um, yeah, my favorite scene um, was... Weirdly though, like it's actually my least favorite scene too because it didn't feel like a Halloween film. But I loved the scene where you follow Michael round the streets with the trick or treaters, and then you follow him sort of into that house, and then he does mm-hmm. the kill and that. But like I, I didn't like it because it was like, well, this is too much Michael. Like you're seeing too much of him for too long on screen. 
but I really enjoyed like how you just felt like you were there with him the whole time and you were going through mm-hmm. the streets like you know he he bumps into those two kids and he, I don't know it's just it was really good cinematography it was well directed like I say to me it wasn't like a a Halloween movie moment but it was a really good scene you know I loved the colors mm-hmm. in it and I thought it all looked really nice and um the score especially in that scene was really sick mm-hmm. um but um yeah the score actually should we talk about that because uh, have we finished dunking on this movie should we talk I think, about I think we're good yeah. yeah I think we I think we ripped it apart enough <laughs> let's talk about good things yeah so the score I actually really enjoyed the score um, I thought it was probably the highlight for me. Um, you know, John Carpenter returns, but this time with his son, Cody Carpenter, mm-hmm. and another dude called uh, Daniel Davis. Um, and I thought they did a fantastic job, like revamping and reusing the original themes from the first movie, but making them like even more intense and menacing for this like brutal modern horror movie. Like, it sounded great. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing that I felt was a bit out of place was, was that, like, loud noise they did every time there was a scary moment. Like, it sounded like something from a Michael Bay action film. Like, you know the bit where it goes... Like, <laughs> I can't oh, do it. the, you know, it's the, like, yeah, the guitar. Or it's um, like, distortion in the guitar. Yeah, it's like a big... Yeah. Like... Um, and I watched the DVD extras and they showed how they made that noise and it's actually a bow on the strings of an electric guitar mm. um, that's kind of cool though yeah but no the score's sick like I actually really enjoyed that um, and I put that on you know when I'm driving around it's it's, it's great score um, you know the cinematography was nice as well mm-hmm. nice lighting I, I did like it mm-hmm. um, what else have we got down here um Oh, and Michael Myers was great. You know, the new shape, James Drew Courtney, did a really good job. Um, yeah, super creepy. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Um, oh, I also really like... We were talking before about how we hate all the characters. There was actually a handful of characters in this movie that I really loved. And that was yeah. the babysitter, you know, in the yellow T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And the little black kid... Oh, um, yeah. Like, I loved those two. Like, I even liked their boyfriends. Um, you know, the one that got the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that the film would have been centered around them and not the Strode family, who I didn't like at all. Yeah, no, I actually agree with you on that. I did like those characters. And I also liked the sheriff. But I like that actor a lot. He's in um, Swamp Thing, the TV show. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's good in that. He's a real, real baddie in that. He's in. Um... Remember the Titans. It was should, one of my favorite movies. You should watch Swamp Thing, the TV show, if you haven't already. What is it on? Uh, I think it's on Amazon. Um, okay, I'll look at it. It was on like that DC streaming service that I think might have got cancelled. Um, they only did one season, but it's like a really good like horror like. Um, co- well, I, I don't want to say comic booky because it's not actually very comic booky. It's it's more like more horror than anything. Um, it's it's really great actually you should check it out um, if you like Doom Patrol you'd like Swamp Thing which definitely. I love Doom Patrol I mean it's nothing like Doom Patrol I don't know why I said that but do you know what I mean it's like yeah, no, it's, no. Um, it's taking DC Comics and, and making them you know interesting on screen um, 
and not crappy like freaking Aquaman. Oh yeah. Oh, I hate that movie so much. Oh, that movie's <laughs> trash. But um, yeah, going back to the, I, I don't know her name, the babysitter in the yellow I don't t-shirt. I her name either. But I loved that whole sequence. Like I loved uh, her relationship with that little kid. You know when it works mm-hmm. like, oh, I would. I've forgotten what she says, but it was like, oh yeah, well, I wouldn't be here like clipping my nasty ass toenails. Mm-hmm. It was just like, so, yeah, was so fucking funny, funny that scene. They had a great dynamic, and yeah, I wished it went on for longer. Um, mm-hmm. I liked um, the pumpkin that the guy brought in. It had little hearts for eyes, and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. That's a that's a cool looking pumpkin. In fact, I think I actually recreated that pumpkin last year for Halloween, or maybe the year before. Aww. But um, we we to talk about um, carving pumpkins, weren't we? Yeah, I don't like. Oh yeah, you I said like you, it. you don't like carving pumpkins. Because you get I've done freaked it out. one time. Yeah, the. <laughs> oh, so gross. So I'll just paint pumpkins. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't like scooping out all the insides <gasps> and all the just seeds that and. Texture of that stuff just really <laughs> just gives me the heebie jeebies. That's so funny. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do around this time of year. Like, I love carving pumpkins, but I'm shit at it. Like, you see all these, like, incredibly intricate. Oh amazing things that people do when they carve pumpkins and I can just about cut out a couple of eye holes and a mouth like <laughs> it's so dangerous as well because like you use a so knife to hard. do it and like honestly I'm terrified that I'm going to stab myself in the, in the hand with this knife like so I, I find it enjoyable but incredibly stressful at the same time um, and I always do I always make sure that I do a, a 1978 opening credits pumpkin you know, with the um, nice. with the the triangle for the nose, but the 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 split down the right hand side of it that joins mm-hmm. to the mouth. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted to know if that was intentional or not. You know, whether that was like a mistake when he was carving it and he slipped up. Um, I'll oh. find I'll find out one day when I meet him. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what else I like about. It. Like I said, other than the kills and the music, and then that little tiny bit of group of actors yeah Yeah. i mean of course i love jamie lee curtis and you know oh she was great in this like don't get me wrong like i I she's awesome dunking on her like character in this movie but acting wise she was phenomenal in this like she kind of well she stole the show you know like yeah she was so good um real like top tier acting in this definitely um but I think I think my favorite character was actually the little black kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was I just, think that's that was mine too. He was just amazing. He reminded me a bit of um, oh, what Friday the Thirteenth movie is it? I think it's A New Beginning. Yeah, Part Five. There's a little black kid in that, and he's just as sassy and just as funny. So yeah, this ticked a couple of my mm-hmm. top five horror movie must-haves. Um, aesthetic, meh. Atmosphere, check. Soundtrack, check. Memorable, likable characters, no. Good kills, meh. Um, so overall thoughts, meh. Uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not, not something. Not, not something I go back to on a regular basis. You know, I've watched it twice in its three years of being released, and I probably wouldn't have watched it again if it wasn't for us doing this podcast. Like. 
and I won't be rewatching it before Halloween kills or on Halloween. It like it's just not an October or Halloween night tradition for me. Um and as far as like ranking in the franchise overall goes, I put this at the bottom with like Halloween five and resurrection. Um I know a lot of people are probably screaming, especially Ryan Horn, because he loves this movie. Uh, but it's just, that's just, you know, I just don't enjoy it as much as all the others. Um, and obviously, ranking this in the timeline that we're doing now, I put it beneath mm-hmm. 1978, obviously. Um, I'm guessing you'll be the same. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, I honestly just think it's a little overrated. Like,. I think that people were so excited for a new Halloween movie that they glossed over all the problems this movie has. Like, Yeah, I think so too. It's too fan servicey and it misses the point of a sequel. Um, and if someone came to me and said, which Halloween timeline should I watch? I'd probably say the sister timeline, but skipping Resurrection. You know, So you've got 1978, Halloween 2, then H2O. Even though I prefer the idea of them not being siblings, I actually prefer H2O as a sequel than this one like I think that the Laurie versus Michael rematch finale is far superior in the H2O um, than this movie uh, again I'll probably get a lot of hate for that statement but <laughs> it's just my opinion um, this one just didn't do it for me um, but that being said I am looking forward to seeing what happens next in Halloween oh, Kills I I'm so excited I, I just I like seeing already. Michael Myers killing people and fucking with them like what can I say wow. like, that was one thing that was in this movie that I enjoyed um, his sick sense of humour and he was fucking with people you know like mm-hmm. when he'd like he'd do his kill and then he'd stick the sheet over that girl and he actually put the pumpkin in the fish tank you know just mm-hmm. to make a bizarre looking scene when someone walked in you know like and dropping the teeth and scaring the girl in the cubicle you know like yeah he, that he was Michael was gross. you know he, he had his sick sense of humour and carried out his kills methodically like he did in the original, you know. Mm-hmm. There is a lot to like about this film. I just don't think that it worked um, in the way that it, I wanted it to, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably works for a lot of people. Evidently it does, but just not for me, really. Have you got any final thoughts? Um, I I pretty much agree with you on that. I mean... Given that I was not, or probably am not, as huge a fan as you are, because you are a, uh, a diehard fan. Well, but, I've uh, I, for, I, I've liked it longer, I think. Yeah, okay, we can say it's, that, yeah. It's been we've, a part of my it. life for longer, and yeah, it holds like a special place in my heart, and I've always... <laughs> regarded the original to be like I put it on this pedestal basically it is. I expected so too much maybe um, I just yeah it's just not it was almost there but not quite I just feel like maybe with a different director different writer they could have really just done something better with it yeah I just still find it very bizarre that Danny McBride is involved in it but I mean what's his face Jordan Peele or whatever making all those horror films i mean what did he do um get out yeah what's it has he done like Uh, comedy before that or oh oh you've never seen key and peel no i don't think so oh it was a show on uh what was it comedy central i think 
So again, a comedy turned horror. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. He, In... He's funny, like, yeah. But, I don't know, I mean, I think the movie's good. Will I watch it again this year? Probably not. Was I looking forward to watching it with commentary? Not at all. Was I thankful <laughs> that it didn't have commentary? Very much so. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. <laughs> But am I excited for the next one? Yes, I am very excited for the next one. And I'm, you know, I want to see where this goes. And maybe yeah. they can pull off a better movie. Yeah, we'll see. It, it's definitely intriguing. Like, I mean, I didn't watch the last trailer for Kills uh, because I don't want to see any more. Yeah, like, either. I've seen enough screenshots on that damn group. Um, I feel like I've seen the movie already, you know? But, um, yeah, especially the the flashback scenes, they make me very nervous and slightly excited at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm low-key, like, anticipating this. Like, I really want this to be a good film. I don't want it to be shit. Um, But I think it might be. (laughs) don't know. But, yeah, um, I think that about does it for this episode. I think so. Come back next time when we will be talking about the next movie in this timeline, the brand-new... Halloween Kills, which is being released next Friday on October 15th. Now, I won't be able to get to see it that weekend, unfortunately, as I'm away at Horicon. I know, I'm so bummed out because I'm going to be like chomping at the bit <laughs> to talk to you about it. I mean, I'll aim to watch it the week after and we'll look at releasing our review episode on the weekend after, so Saturday 23rd. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, make sure you've watched that movie too and you're ready to come back and join us for that discussion yeah because you might just episode. have to skip over this that episode and if you haven't seen it so. yeah definitely but thank you everybody for listening shout out to all our regular listeners and friends of the pod John Howard, Terror Society Hardest Man to Please in Horror, Ash Bowker um, <laughs> Daniel Cox and Ella Lineker, superfan Ryan Horn and the musical maestro and composer of our wonderful theme song Feel Mouse and Sadie and Katie at Welcome to Horrorland Doc Longy on Instagram um, Meme King Owen Smith, I told you I'd give you a shout out there you go um, <laughs> Ashley, do you have any special mentions or shout outs? Yeah, shout out to my mom and my sister who actually listened to this <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much I appreciate you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you have any more thoughts actually from your sister about this film or did we cover them all? Uh, let's see, the other thought was that she thought uh she says, I like how the journalists listen to the Dr. Loomis recording and he refers to Michael as an it when he states it needs to die. Oh, yeah, that was cool. That was also a really good um, Loomis voice because that obviously wasn't him. It was somebody mm-hmm. doing Loomis. And that was actually pretty cool. But she didn't get to finish watching it because she has children. So she didn't have all her thoughts. But the ones that she gave were... You know, I feel like they were spot on. And oh, yeah. Uh, they mirrored uh, mine, actually, a couple yeah, of Yeah, I was going to say, they, they were pretty, you guys are pretty um, close on that. So. Yeah. Well, maybe also, um, maybe she can join us on the pod as a guest one day. And then, oh, I'd love that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be sick. I don't know if my, I don't think my brother listens to this, but I don't know. We should get him on. We should, we should have him on for his favorite horror. He, he likes sci-fi horror, so he likes, like, um... Oh, didn't you say that that Natalie Portman film? No, Annihilation, that's what it is. Yeah, I haven't seen that, so that'd be a good Uh, one to do. So good. Yeah, we should do that, definitely. Um, But yeah, 
Um, go to horrorhomeschool.com for links to everything, including all of our socials and where you can listen to the show. We're actually now on Stitcher. I still don't know what that is, but Ryan Horn told me to get on it, so I did. So if you're listening on Stitcher, great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're on. So we're now on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, and the Podcast.com website. So you can listen to us in four different places, which is sick. Um, and if you scroll right to the bottom at HorrorHomeschool.com, you'll see a link to Ashley's Etsy store. Which drum roll, please. <laughs> Uh, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you are now selling horror homeschool merch. Yes. So, yes, I am, and yeah. it can be custom to what colors you want and size, and whether you want it bleached and tie dyed or not. Yeah. So, give me some options. And you've got a twenty percent off promotion on at the moment, right? I do. Yes, and. I think I'll probably take it off before Christmas and then probably add something on, like a, another sale closer to Christmas. But um, other pictures of the merch will be there soon. I just have to uh, convince people to take pictures yes. for me. I want, I want some of Kevin in the mask or in that shirt. I know. I'm going to get him to do it for me. <laughs> yeah, so if you go to the checkout and enter the code THANK YOU, all one word, all caps, mm-hmm. is that right? Yes. And then you'll get the 20% off. So go and buy some Horror Homeschool merch. Really excited yes. about that. It looks great. I know, me too. And uh, yeah, sense. and if you buy one, then be sure to take a picture of yourself wearing it and we'll post the pictures on the Instagram and the Facebook. That'd be awesome. Yes. That'd be so sick. Um, hey, if, if you guys want a model too, just let me know. Yeah. I'll give you a discount. Definitely, yeah. Um, also go and check out our Skeleton Crew boys over in Nashville, Tennessee head over to leallegacy.com for podcasts and merch and go to offbrandmusic.com send in your comments and questions and feel free to DM us on Instagram or Facebook or email us at contacthorrorhomeschool at gmail.com and personal social media stuff you can follow me on Instagram at Chris J Wakefield and me at underscore Baberham Lincoln underscore We will be back soon with another episode. And remember, I've got peanut butter on my penis. (laughs) 